Welcome to the podcast. I'm that was the baby. podcast, everyone. And Thank this you for coming. Thank you for the podcast, everyone. Thank you all for joining. <laughs> my name my name was Mizay. That was both great. Um, and I'm fucking me. done. I'm fucking done. I don't care. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, podcast people. I've got my collection of all the Satomu Nihai shit back here. My sister helped me complete my collection a little bit more today. I am still missing some Biomega. Bio I need some more Biomega. I only have the first six volumes here. Um, but, finally got snicked by Satomu Nihai. It's the Wolverine one-shot that, that he made. It's back here. Uh, it's underneath a bunch of stuff, so it's harder than I thought was going to be to get out. Ah, it's worth it. No, put it here. Hold Blame. No, put it back. Put it back. Stop. Alex, Alex. I'm showing Alex. the audience. Okay. They love okay, Satomu Nihai. They okay. should love First of all, put this back. Put it back. Stop. Put it back. Put it back. Stop. Stop. Hey. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. This podcast can be a long time. I don't have time for your marriage. <sighs> Fine. Okay. You, you know okay, that Okay, okay. Let's, let's get rolling. Will... What did you watch this week? We're not doing that either. We watched We're not doing Demon that Slayer Season Three. Well, kinda. It's look, I get it. It's technically season four, but we're no. counting. What are you talking about? Yes, it would technically be season four. No, it's season three. I agree. It's season okay, three. Okay, good. Season three. Movie's better than the show. So good. season three of Demon Slayer. It's what it is. It's what it is now. It's what it is. I feel like we're not going to disagree as much, but you also said that there was an aspect where we would disagree. Yeah, there's an aspect we disagree on going into this. You were super fucking negative about this arc. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Are you willing to take back everything you said? Uh, for the anime, yeah. Yeah, sure. Amen, brother. Oh, it was a good arc for the... So, my... Okay, so my main issue with this, right, was when reading the manga... Mm-hmm. I felt like it hit a place, a plateau, where it just... Because, admittedly, I like the edited Damage District in the manga. I don't like the anime, but I do like it more in the manga. But I feel like a lot of... I feel like it hits a momentum where it just kind of stays there. Other than the big reveal for the end of the scene. Which, but, by the way, spoilers... Spoil, spoil, that's what I put, I'm spoilers. spoilers, fucking spoilers, spoilers you know what, Demon shit Slayer about season seasons. three, get the, get the fuck all out, all of the seasons of Demon Slayer, all the seasons of Demon Slayer, spoilers, get. spoilers, spoilers, <laughs> <coughs> but, um, we have our spoilers out of the way. Okay, yeah. What right. are we going to just say about this season thing? Shut up, you fucking asshole. Anyways, um, other than the reveal of Mexico's um, Conquering the Sun. Um, wow. Just going to dip into just, just, just straight up. No, that was a spoiler warning. That was him announcing his intent to only do spoilers. Yeah. No context or anything. Hey. Just going to dive in. 
So, other than spoilers, 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 spoilers. I gave them a lot. We gave them a very long spoiler sect. They, they could have not, by the way. So well, why are you jumping into conquering the sun? Because I, I, I was... Okay, it was supposed to be just a footnote before we got to that, because I was going to bring... I was explaining my whole shit. You're the one that's stuck onto that. Which I just don't know what context makes that appropriate. I was explaining... Look, okay, look. Other than, you know, that... <laughs> um... I felt like it just, a lot of what it did, just, I felt it didn't translate well in the manga. I think it does, I think it does a, a lot better job doing it in the anime than I it did. I feel like all the things I appreciate about it couldn't be different in the manga without the manga actually just being different. So, I, I still don't think we agree. On that, on that, I just don't think we agree. I think... Even if there was those... I feel... I, okay. At least I for think, my own consumption. Uh-huh. I feel like that there are things, mm-hmm. right, that just... that Even if they're the same, they're just better expressed in um, in different in different forms of media than others. Sure. I feel like... We've, we've kind of covered this. Yeah. yeah. So, that manga's limited in its ability to portray... The fullest possible picture. Yeah. And so, that anime is a multimedia piece of media. Has more potential. Yeah. So, I feel like for this, at least from my consumption of where I was coming from, mm-hmm. was that I did not feel as strongly as this as mm-hmm. when um, reading it than I did watching it. Because at least when I look back on the entertainment statistic, I think a big reason why I still kind of feel the same as I did going into the manga, or the going into the anime, is just the fact that both of them... I look at it as just a fun arc. And that's not... Realistically, it's not really hard to do. But a lot of the emotional and growth and can story be true aspect, I feel like, are somewhat lacking in the manga aspect than I feel like it would be in the anime aspect. I don't get how the main plot points, progression, character progressions, um, and events could have possibly been portrayed in the manga so differently that your opinion would differ between the two so it's, dramatically. It's, or more specifically, that you would feel more positively about the entertainment district arc, an arc I think is horribly, oh, poorly no. written. Comparatively to this. I... For the manga, that's fair, but for... I mean, anime, I will admit, this is, a, it was, this is far better than Entertainment District. I, I can say that. Like, I, th- I, I can't hear what aspects, but I... What, like, as for the anime, it's like, well, maybe, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, now, even if I wanted to argue, like... Well, I might not hate as much as as you did. I can I can admit that this is leaps and bounds better than Entertainment District. Although I know you said you had a problem with the CGI. I have a problem with the over-dependence of CGI, but it's not a new problem. I've always had the same problem with UFO Table's over-dependence on CGI. They do some cool things fairly uniquely. 
They don't do anything unique anymore, given that the entire anime industry is kind of focused on this mixture of CG and 2D now. Um, but they are still particularly good at executing within a space. They do speed and space very good. Or you, another way you could put it is they do timing and spatial awareness very well. Mm -hmm. Um, in 3D environments with 2D characters. Problem is, is that their over-dependence on CG is a hindrance as more, much more often, realistically, um, than it is a help for the engagement of the, of the scene. When you're doing a action scene where um, there's a lot of movement... Followed with a lot of action, where there's like things happening, and at speed, um, CG doesn't get in the way of that. It helps with that. It seems especially with how they direct it. So like, but when you are sitting in a still moment and watching a fucking CG fish at twelve frames per second <laughs> flop around a bit, it's just jarring. So you. So <laughs> So See you, what I did that? Jarring. I yeah, I, I get it. Jarring. I get it. So Fuck you, you in. So Jesus Christ. So you would say like okay, let's take two scenes, right? You would say uh Mitsuri's fight with the big like Hydra looking fucking wooden is helped thing, by it. Helped by it. Um Except for where it becomes obvious that they've stagnated and are using the same model over and over and over again, yeah. Okay, we might have to come back to that because you've used this in the last one. The last I thought one, I think this was. I I think there was a different problem I had with the last one. The last one, the overdependence on the CG actually ruined their ability to use space when in two D moments. There were like these like no, no, moments no, 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 during no, no, the big but, battle where it all works, but then like they're left in this two D scape where they're like talking at each other at the end of Entertainment Drug, where they're like lying in rubble that looks like shit. Because they had to do a 3D environment for a big action scene that involves a lot of empty space for their big movement, and, and then just didn't fill that space with anything. It makes okay. it look like a void. Okay. It's like no, 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 like a weird CG not, void. Not, not the CGI. I kind of get what you mean by that. Um, that one's a bit more visible, but I still, for the most part, wasn't too bothered by it. But I get what you mean. Um, I feel like you had the same the this similar issue with season two and three of the 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 repetitiveness of using like models and scenes like that. I get I get I get like wanting to draw new scenes for everything and all that stuff, but like is it really that bad? I mean it's, if you use it a lot, I it's get that. Not but it's that it's bad, it's that it's not good. The problem isn't that they've done a bad thing. The problem is is that they are lacking the beauty and creativity of a better thing. I feel like they are not constantly implementing 3D CG well. Sometimes they're implementing it because they are not implementing the appropriate tools, the appropriate places. Wait, you're saying 3D CG is a 
Are we on? Are we? Are we on the same page? I don't know. Are we? You said three D CG. I'm. I don't know if that still applies to repetitiveness of of models and scenes. Yeah, that's three D CG. Yeah. Oh. It's not necessarily what I thought you meant. I thought you meant um. Three dimensional character models. No, 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 not no, not no, not the of like models. I guess I thought you meant more of like how some anime will. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot worse actually. Actually, I was thinking of like the 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 reusing of like just like of like scenes and certain things like the the re. Um, they do a good enough job not necessarily reusing scenes. I don't. No, they do a good job with scenes, typically. That only becomes a problem not when they're, like, not with repeated use. It becomes a problem when there isn't a use. Like, in the finale of um, Entertainment District, they don't use scenes. Because they have 3D spaces they need to animate around. They just don't make scenes. So you end up with, like, a lot of voids or a lot of, like, Big empty spaces that they put a, a bespoke animation into for a scene and then have nothing. Uh, there's too well, much I, of that. I, I feel like I've heard you use this earlier today. What the fuck does this, this, this... Bespoke? What the fuck is wrong? Bes- yeah, bespoke animation. Bes- a bespoke animation would be an animation made for a specific event. So, like, bespoke just means, like, personalized for that thing. So, like, if it's a bespoke animation, it's an animation only used... For that. Okay. Or a bespoke scene would be a scene only used for that. Um, Zenitsu's lightning thing is like... It drank like a fucking normal person. I just want to point that out. Don't gargle. Don't... Okay. I didn't. Make sure to chug a bunch of air down with it without gargling. Sound like a CGI fish. Like a CGI twelve frame fish. <laughs> you sound like a CGI twelve frame fish. <laughs> okay, what what uh, Zenitsu's what? Um, Zenitsu's lightning attack, for example, in the finale of the Entertainment District arc, there's a bunch of bespoke scenery used for that because they completely change everything around that attack, right? So instead of actually showing the literal background of what's happening, so like dark sky because they're like in the air at that point, like jumping on dark waves, um, it's like a bright blue f- like wave flash because there's like a, a bespoke scene of animation going on for this one specific moment. It's special. It's highlighted. Um, in season one, they were a lot better at doing bespoke animations because um, Hanjiro's... Uh, breathing techniques were in every swipe of his sword. And you got this bespoke 2D animation kind of mixed in with the, the, the movement and space of the 3D uh, the 3D space they're using. So you had this, like, wait, the dragon made of water. Those were, like, all bespoke. Like, those were unique to each scene they were used in. You don't see that! You haven't seen that since season one. You see it like once a fight when he pulls out a a sun breathing technique. They've completely forgotten that it's supposed to be in every single movement of the blade. 
that what made it so beautiful and special in season one was that it was in everything. That there were extra special moments when it, the animation changed, the animation style changed. What made scenes special wasn't that they finally used the animation, it was that they changed something about the animation that was being used. So, like, Tanjiro was using his, his water-breathing forms throughout all the fights, right? Throughout every fight, every fight um, is, is, is a constant flow, literally, of his sword. You can see the water movements flow through. And then when there's a big moment in episode, what was it, 10 or 19? Something, whatever. Oh, episode 19. Um, in episode 19, where he finally uses the sun-breathing technique for the first time, and the dragon becomes fire. It's it's they changed one bespoke animation to another bespoke animation, and what made it special wasn't that they were using bespoke animation. It was that they used a dynamic change from style. You don't see that anymore. You don't see it in in anything past season one. They stopped doing breathing techniques. Are you making them unique? They're no, not- they stopped doing them. They stopped showing that they're doing breathing techniques. The only time we ever you- see it now are, are when special attacks are performed. Specifically, named attacks all the time. They'll call out this breathing 12th form. Season 1 started doing that, but as it continued and matured... <sighs> allowed us to experience entire scenes of combat where they didn't feel like they had to call out every time. Or when they did, it, it was like much so, less intense. Like uh, okay, the, so the fight scene where he's fighting the dude with the arrow eyes with gravity and shit. Yeah. Where he has so, to change from stance to stance to stance. That fight starts with him calling out every time he's changing, but it expects you to kind of get it. And, and stops taking out the experience because he's not actually yelling out the technique he's using each time. He's instead showing that it's using the same technique each time. He's doing the same form for water wheel or whatever, um, but it's not cartoonishly calling out all the time. Now, they cartoonishly call out every time they ever do a major attack, and everything they do in between with all the blocking and sword movement is non-animated. It's just so, CG models moving. So So... It's it's so you're upset that in season one, basically basically then season one wait that basically when they were when they were using this te- they using this source technique it was just all the time that you did you didn't even have to call out anything just because that was the point yeah that's that, how they but you attack. were just in a constant state they attack of using training. techniques okay but now it, now you're upset that they changed it to where it's become typical shonen stuff of. Exactly. Calling out stuff. Exactly. Yeah. They call out special attacks every time they do it. And now the uh, the fight scenes, instead of being a fluid back and forth, <coughs> are a series of, well, I know he's not going to do anything effective because he didn't call out a technique this time. I know they're not going to show me anything cool because he didn't call out a technique this time. Because they didn't do a moment where um, they called out love breathing fourth form serpent slash. So I... I, I, I know nothing special hap- is happening. <laughs> oh, look. Tanjiro's chasing him, and it's an intense scene. Oh, I'm supposed to believe he's swinging his sword? He didn't call it a special attack, so I know it's not special. 
I know it's not going to strike. I know when it strikes that thing, if it strikes that thing's neck, it's not going to cut because they didn't call it out. They didn't make it. They didn't make it special. And because they keep doing this thing where they just show the thing happening whenever they don't care about it. Like, I, I the fight I, scenes I, didn't used to no, be no, no, three D. Objects moving around each other. No, now it's three D objects moving around each other. No, I I get that. I I don't know. Like I get the I get the. Complaint. I felt this way with the entertainment. Art I I get the complaint. I get the I get the frustration where it's like, oh, they you you just do typical some stuff, and but like. Who so, are they calling out the sixth form for? Is it Tanjiro reminding himself in his head that that's what that's called? Look, no. is, is there a diegetic reason for it? Listen, if you question that, you gotta question everything else. You gotta question everything. I else. do. Why does Goku yell at the Kamehameha? It doesn't. I mean, do question everything else, Isaiah. I know. You Why know. does actually not? No, there's an actual reason. Oddly enough, the one you brought up has an actual reason. What reason? He calls out Kami Kami Ha because he's an idiot and it actually does help that him. That doesn't count. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, no. Canonically, it actually helps him. He actually does need to call out the Kami Kami Ha because it's a part of like a meditative breathing technique. Kami Kami Ha isn't just what it's called. It's the sounds you're making for building up a Kami Kami Ha. Don't call him a fucking idiot, then. That's completely different than calling well, him a fucking idiot. I mean, he's also an idiot. I mean, he is, but that's not the reason he's yelling out Kamehameha. So, like, when he yells out other random shit, like power offense, he is diegetically yelling it out at people. You know what's funny? He, that's the, no, the Kamehameha is the only one he yells it out for. Oh, there you go. He doesn't even do it for the spirit bomb. That would be dumb. Yeah, I'm going to say, he doesn't even do it for the spirit bomb. There we go. So there's a diegetic reason why he does Kamehameha. Why does, I don't know. Did they do that for, did they do that in Fire Force? Um, No. Most of the time, when they do do something special, they just explain what they're doing. I don't think... They're, they're, has in fact, no, no. Has it's, it's a specific meme when someone does it. Because remember, no one else does that. But um, Arthur does call out his attacks because he's a shonen. Well, he, the only he's, time, he's acting like a shonen character only, on purpose. The only time I can I remember someone... It's supposed to be Well, no. The only time it. I remember that happening where... It was the the comedic character. One of the comedic characters was Benny Maru. When he's when he, when he brings up the fucking one demon and he has to do the circle the moon thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only time I can but see. But for Benny Maru, there's a diegetic reason why he'd do it too. Because everything Benny Maru does is a show. Benny Maru is doing a show for his community as much as anything else. When he does something, it's tied to to. Um, other people witnessing it very on purpose. It's very purposeful. When he does it and he has a name for it, there's a reason he's calling it out. For his community, there are a lot of reasons. One, they're forewarned. They know what it means. They know uh, how to take over, to take over, if they need to take over. Um, they know what to see. They do to avert eyes if it's going to be blinding. Um, also, I don't, I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's Dude, his whole that thing too. is the weird, like, ritual of, of, of them no, all it. being cool. Okay, I get, the, the okay, I get it's a ritual, like, but I don't think it's that deep of, of just, like, they know how to cover eyes or how to take up. I don't think it's that deep. I can admit Whether that. Whether or not you think it's admit, that deep, 
the character's built in a way where it can be recognized to be that deep. I don't think it's it, not out of character for it to be that deep. I know, but I don't think it, I mean I don't think it's that deep. I think you just leave it as if you want to make the excuse of if it's just for show, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I think that's I think that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. But I think going any deeper than that is you're stretching it a bit. Well, the going any deeper is why is it for show? Well no And but, then you just explain why it's for show. It's for show because there are practical applications to it being for show, as well as the um, just the exaggerative form of it um, does help boost the morale of his own people, which is very important to him, and he says that multiple times. I get I, there are clear reasons for things that happen. Okay. Either way, um, excuse me. I hate, I, you know what, I don't want to use it, but my, my Hero Academia. What about My Hero Academia? Why are they doing in that? They're calling out spells. It's literally part of the No, the fuck they're not. What the fuck are you talking about then? My Hero, not Little oh, Witch Academia. Sorry, I was thinking Little we're Witch talking Academia. About, we're not talking about um, a good oh, anime here. My Hero Academia is a shit written shonen that does shit for no fucking good reason. You're right. It's garbage. Thank you. Amen, brother. When they do it in that, it's garbage, and I hate it. Why do you think I dislike that world so much? The only possible excuse would be maybe, maybe, and you know what? I couldn't, you know what? I'll headcan it right now, and I'll even, I'm even willing to accept this is an intentional part of the world, that's actually part of literal branding. Heroes are brands in that world. They are professional heroes, I'm and mad. thus have to call it out for the tele- for the kids at home on television because it's a branding opportunity. I'm genuinely upset how much that would actually uh-huh. make sense. Yeah, yeah. I, so there you I go. know for a fact that's not the reason. Sure, I know for a fact that's not the reason. Sure, but, but I'm you mad. know what? I'm the, mad about that. Uh-huh. Makes, there that you go. actually fits the uh-huh. world. I know enough. I, my friend, I'm good at I, making head cannon. Thank you. I mean, all of them, all of them aren't great. All of them, you, I think, is copium. But that would make sense. I'll give you credit for that uh-huh. one. That would make uh-huh. sense. There you go. That one, that one, I can give see me another it. one. No, because we're gonna talk about demons. Because you know, I can come up with an excuse for all of them. No, because we're gonna do about demons. Well, no, I'm what? that good at rationalization. Don't, don't tempt me. Don't. Couldn't, couldn't you argue that the reason doing demon slayers is because it helps with the breathing patterns? No, that the breathing patterns no. they speak with the words. No, because they don't say them out loud. Yes, they do. No, we just talk, we just went on a whole you just went on a whole time. So right now, we it's... we know they don't say them out loud. We know it's only for the audience. The only times I think maybe it was called out loud in this season was when it was a Hashira doing it. Okay, and you could make the argument that um she was calling out her techniques because they hadn't been seen before by her um. Okay, what's the word for the opposite of senpai? Um, I don't know. Subordinate. <laughs> sure. For for her subordinates. For 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 the low lower lower okay. slayers that she was. Then saying. legit, if you can acknowledge the fact that they're not actually saying it out loud in mm-hmm. the physical sense, yep. but it's more of a mental capacity. What is the No, I, it's not a mental thing. That's the thing. I don't think they're diegetically thinking it either. Theoretically with how they're no it's with how be one or the other. No, I, no, no, I, that's make, my problem with it, is that it doesn't make sense for I, it to be either I, of those options. No, it is literally only a shonen trope being exercised for the audience, uh, 
in a meta think, fashion. I think, I think you're being a little bad faith. It has to be either. No, way. that's my good faith interpretation. No. Bad faith would be saying that they're so fucking just stupid that they have to remind themselves in their head it's more what it's called that they do something dude no it's more it's more stupid that the anime itself would just put it for the sake of putting it no that I can get the excuse for no, it's a I stupid excuse I can't get the fucking excuse for that then That's you're on my side it's stupid that they do it because they do it for the wrong reasons there you go at least you could say that it's a trope and you could just okay fine it's a trope it sucks, it happens, but it's a trope. At least you say it out loud as you're playing into the fucking thing. It's garbage, but at least there's a reason. It's like, but okay, they're not digestively saying it out loud. It, 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 annoy, it, would, it would annoy me No, it would annoy me more if they're not saying it either mentally or physically. They're not saying it physically. We know that for a fact. Then it has to be mentally. They should not be saying it mentally. It has to be. Why would they be saying it mentally? It's the only thing that makes logical sense. Why? How does it make logical sense that it be saying it mentally? Because you can, I need you to give me a reason you can, for them to say it mentally. You can argue the fact that them saying it mentally could help with the concentration of them performing that tactic. But no. for them to But no. for them to just not do I would only they, agree with you if they were complete noobs still practicing their techniques. It might They're not. With, it might help with the concentration. Part of the no. breathing is part of total concentration. Exactly. So you saying it couldn't necessarily no. help. No. You don't know that. I do. No, you don't. No, the fuck you don't. No. So check this out. When you breathe, do you call out, breathe in, breathe out in your head? Do you do that? No, but sometimes when so I'm doing when the physical So when they specifically I'm... relate breathing techniques to combat... And say that the training is ingrained into them so far, so deeply ingrained into them, that they have memorized the, not memorized, they've embodied the very specific and perfect sword movements. What part of that makes sense to have to remind yourself what it's called? It might just help with total concentration. How? It might- it might just help being in a stance of being How? in the mindset in order to perform that t- technique. How? You say, you say, it's like, it's like repeat. It's when, like, when it's you like, are totally concentrating on something, do you have to remind yourself what like, you're concentrating it's on? It's like, it's like you, it's like you when you said that you're just gonna, you're just gonna repeat to yourself, you need to clean out your car before you need to clean out your car. Do it constantly in order to help you. But problem is, problem is, I do that because I'm not cleaning out my car. If I did that while I was cleaning my car, I'd, There'd be something wrong with my fucking brain. No, it might just help you motivate. No. He, yeah, I, there, there are lots of people... Isaiah, if there I are need to... Then I am not a professional car cleaner. Yeah, you're not. If I, But what are they? How she is. Perf- uh-huh. Well, they might help. It helps no. with total concentration. Right. No, it doesn't. Then I got. I, I can't agree with yours, because yours is just stupid. It's got to be either mentally or physically, dude. It's neither. It, it can't makes... Be a good faith argument says that it could not be either. No, uh, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. Why would why would an anime put that in there? It just that's just for stupid. the audience. It is a shonen meme. People are watching it, and for some reason, kids like it when you say slashing blades of four clovers. Dude, that just logically that just logically makes no sense. Welcome to my team. Yeah, but you're making it more stupid. No, it's always been that stupid. I agree it's been stupid, but you're making it more stupid. I'm just pointing out that it was always stupid. I don't, we don't, okay, we don't disagree it's stupid. My thing is, it's stupid, but at least I can understand that, like, okay, whatever, you're just doing the trope. 
You're just like, they're doing this meta thing where you're neither saying it mentally or physically. No, you're going to go no, and say it for the okay, audience. Now no, you it's... are over-extrapolating. You're That's overthinking. That's what you're saying. No, no, no. You, did you know? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You, the two hold things on. you wait, said wait, wait, are wait, different. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. no, 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 no you're interrupting me. Let me, then let me. You're interrupting me. Let me ask for, like you said before, let me ask for clarifying questions. Did you clarify? Sure. Did you not write off my shit that they weren't, that weren't, they weren't saying it physically, right? I did not write off. I said they weren't. That's writing it's, it off. No, it's disagreeing. That's that's writing it off. No, writing it off is not acknowledging it. No, writing it off is fucking disagreeing. No, it's not. That's it's literally that's not what that okay, means. Okay, tomato tomato. Don't be retarded. Okay, tomato tomato. Fuck it. Whatever. You disagree, you wrote it off, fuck it, whatever. Uh-huh. You don't agree that it's physically, right? Yep. And you don't agree that it's mentally, right? Right. And so yours is that that the anime is saying it just for the audience. But uh-huh. they're not saying it. Right. Therefore, that is what that's no different. No, what you just said there is no different than what you said before. What the? F- what do you mean? You said it's just a trope, so it's there. That's the reason for the characters to say it. It's if you except for the characters aren't saying it. So then, it's not really playing into the full trope. You're just doing something stupid. No, it's playing into the full trope. No, it's the not. The trope isn't actually that characters say it. Yes, it is. No, that's part of the trope. No, the trope is the characters are saying it. The trope is that characters do moves that have names, and no, the origin of this actually has narrators calling it out, not characters. So, S- fuck you. Somebody. It's not. Somebody uh-huh. is calling it yeah, out. the narrator. I would still count the narrator as a person that is calling it out. Oh, then yeah, the narrator is calling it out because of the meta reason that it's a trope. But it's in their voice. Sure. Would you just call them the narrator at that point? Yeah. So they're, they are them. Then it's just them no. calling it out. If they are the narrator in uh-huh. that moment, then sure. that is just them calling it out. No. Yes. No. Because they're the narrator for their scenes. Therefore, they're just calling no, it no. out. They're not the narrator for their scenes. The narrator uses their voice for their scenes. There's a difference. That you have an omniscient narrator, which is a form of traditional narrator. That and that narrator and, and the narration that just uh-huh. changes the voice every time the characters are in. I'm sorry. Do you not know what omniscient means? Oh my god, Alex! I I can't with you. This is a social. Stupid this is idea. actually a really simple trope. You're overcomplicating. No, you're yes. just making a it, form of narration can be so something dumb. called. I, okay, uh-huh. hold on. Uh, don't we don't we see scenes of them yelling it out? Yeah, we do. <laughs> so they are. No, we see them. They st- are. We gotta move. We gotta move. No, because if you if you can see them speaking and you're no longer even acknowledging the fact that they're that they're talking, and they're like, no, they're not. Doing no, no, it. no. I they're have, not always calling. I already we said. I already said. I don't care. For example, care the times where we do hear them calling out are when it's the. Hashira okay. saving her subordinates. No, we also see the Miss Hashira doing this. He does this when he's... A Hashira saving subordinates. No, he's trying to save himself. When he's trapped in the jar, he calls this out. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then he's also... I'm pretty sure he also... In that case, I would accept the fact that it's a literal calling out. Yeah. In that case... His um he he has so many impairments he may need to be calling out for concentration. Sure, that is wildly I could different. Probably, I could probably I could probably say that one, but uh-huh. yeah, like he's we, literally drugged up, drowning, and out of air. Yeah, 
I could absolutely buy into the fact that he is calling upon not just his normal sensory memory that he would be dependent on for making the move, but also actually having to dig way deeper down to the origins of him learning the move in order to perform it in that extreme of a circumstance. I'm sure. Hold on. I I just don't agree that that's what the character is doing every time they ever do one. I swear to God, for the majority of them, we see them talk. We see them move their mouth and now it's... It's not for the majority of them. For the majority of them, especially specifically the majority of... Tanjiro's, we know he isn't saying them out loud because while the narration under his voice is saying it, we can hear him breathing in or out with a or we can hear it in the middle. Well, he wouldn't need he wouldn't need to say it mentally because he's actually new. He would actually not new. He's been doing this for a while now. From the time frame it is, I would argue he would still need that. I would disagree now. He is past the point. Um, everything Mugen trained on is past the point where he's new enough to be requiring that. I would agree with that during specifically his first encounters, um, so his learning encounters. Um, theoretically, in training, he no longer had to say things out loud anymore by the time he's going to take the test on the mountain in the very first season. Um, now, when he's first introduced to extreme, uh, extreme circumstances... I could imagine he does need to do it. Um, when he is needing to call upon an extreme reservoir, when he first meets um, a, a lower-ranked demon, I can also imagine him physically doing it. When he's first meets an upper-ranked demon, I could also maybe imagine that. At the point where he's at now, though, he's stopped reacting to these events as if they're new or frightening or... Um, changing his mental state. He is in a flow state in these combat scenes. We see it. We see that he's in engaging with them in much more normative ways to a veteran now. He has a veteran status right now. Um, so it no longer makes sense that he's doing it like a noob with their first interactions. For someone who has so much logic, that, not that, because that makes sense, but for someone who has so much would say that has so much logic. You come up with the stupidest fucking reasoning for certain things. I don't understand. What's, it, what's dumb about you? Are, you would accept the fact mm-hmm. that they don't say it physically or mentally. It's some sure. god awful reason. Yep. But rather have it just. Well, no, I, I, I would say for some god awful reason, but stop framing it like that because it's the same reason that you say it exists at all in the first place. Because it's a shonen trope. That's the god awful reason I'm referencing. Although I would still state the shonen trope is. The person. That's part of the trope. It's not a necessary part of the trope. There are there are examples going way far back to live action. Um, the, what the fuck are the Super Sentai shit where it's clearly a narrator calling out movement names, not characters. It's it, This doesn't originate in animation. This originates in film. It just does. But many of them are. Most of the ones that you'd be familiar with absolutely are. But there are also much older ones where characters do not speak at all and only a narrator speaks. There's actually a whole tradition of like Asian and specifically Japanese film that seems almost silent and has like individual call-outs. Like, but they're like almost like silent films sometimes. We need... And narration used to be much, much, much more common. It's like, 
I feel like even you can agree this is such a small minute part of it. I agree. Okay, we need to move on. Okay, let's move two. on. We, we, it's we, dumb we, that they call it names of each of their slashes after the first couple times, honestly. I don't imagine there needs to be much more than the first time every move is introduced. Sure, I can agree with that. Like I said, I, I don't think it's... I don't think it's enough to where it ruins anything, honestly. I agree. I never said it ruins anything. Oh, okay. All right, well. Oh, where did I come from? I, I just, just... That was just my opinion. That it ruins everything? No, that it doesn't. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The overall quality of Demon Slayer is not dependent on that. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Good listen, job, man. Listen, listen. We have to find a middle ground somewhere. <laughs> we gotta we gotta find a place both of us can stand on. I think we just did. And you know what? Okay. We just cool. found our middle ground. Fuck. Um Tell me what you think about the new Hashiros. Oh yeah, not new, but Tanjiro's cousin. Alright. Um I like I get why I, like, like, I gotta say I get why you say it, but like I mean it's clear like, he's Tanjiro's cousin. Wow. They've directly confirmed he's descent from the sun breathing Hashira. They directly say it. He's a direct descendant. And it is clear to us. That Tanjiro is a direct descendant. He's inherited the breathing forms and the the physical phenotypes of that Hashira. Not only that, but he's also spiritually inherited definitely a lot more than that, too. He's he's literally embodying that that first Hashira um, in the New Age. You know, I, I don't. I don't completely disagree with this. I don't so even, they're cousins. What? I just. It's just weird that you just like. Yep, they're cousins. I don't know. It's just like I think it's weird. No one else is acknowledging that they're cousins. I think it's just because, dude. They even gave them similar backgrounds. What do we see Tanjiro carrying around in the first episode? Wood on his back. What do we see his cousin carrying around in his backstory? Wood on his back. Oh, look at that. More connections. What color is his robes? Huh. More connections. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, you didn't notice? Oh, his actual uh-huh. fucking thing. Especially in their childhood, where they wore checkered robes. One of black and blue-green, and one of white and blue-green, between him and his twin. Is it checkered? They were checkered in their youth, yep. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Either checkered or striped. Not striped. They were definitely not. Then they were checkered. Oh. Yeah. Mm, I think, yeah, I think Marichio's was, but I don't think Eurichio's was. I think his was like a weird cloud pattern. Mm. But, um. Oh, you're right, you're right. Only his brothers was. Yeah. I was going to say, well, I was gonna say like, both of them did it. Only but one of them had was, it. more connections. Um, more aesthetic connections. Out of one mm-hmm. that I hate it because I'm like, that's mm-hmm. probably the mm-hmm. biggest one. Yep. Hit it. I yeah. want to know if you know what it is. 
I don't know. Hit me. No, fuck you. Don't do that to me. I don't know. Take Maybe. a random guess. Don't, don't fuck with I me. I don't know. I don't know. Don't fuck with me. You probably thought of this. Come on. It's one. It's a, it's a something I've heard in passing, and I didn't really think about it at first. But after sitting here, interesting. Like, I generally don't think I know. Hit me. Do you do you remember the scene where Mauricio's in the the vase, and you hear somebody calling out, and he's mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, yeah. Tanjiro." Yeah. It's like and why? Is, why am I? Oh yeah, and he can't me? distinguish Tanjiro from his brother. Yeah. No, yeah. from his dad. From his dad. Oh. You know oh, why? Yeah, that, yeah. Right? Oh. And I was like, I I, yeah. I didn't think of that in passing, yeah. but I was like, yeah. actually, when you look back at it, his dad, his dad looks a lot, yeah, like his dad is, yeah. with the hair yeah, and everything. Looks a lot like his dad. Uh, yeah. Okay, look, look, look. <laughs> these cousins' brothers. <laughs> okay, listen. These uh, listen. these cousins' brothers. <laughs> I'd be referencing him as Andrew's older brother. No, no, we're not going that far. No, I know that guy was pretty prolific. You see how many kids he made with that other wife? No, we're not. No, not the case. Okay, cousins. That's the most I'm willing to give you. All right, fine, but they're like definitely cousins. Distant cousins. I don't think it's that distant, honestly. I really do think it could be as simple as they probably literally share. Like, I think if they trace their genealogy back, I think there's a good chance their fathers are brothers. I'm willing to give you distant cousins. Just accept that. No, I think they might be first cousins. Bro, you gotta just accept the distant cousins. Their dads are similar aged. They are similar aged. His dad was... uh, Tanjiro's dad was older. No, he was sickly. We don't know he was older. He was sickly, which makes him look older, but he was specifically not old when he died. He died young. I'm pretty sure he was older. He wasn't. I'm pretty sure he was older. Okay, then why is his wife who outlived him so much younger looking? Because people in that age like young wives. Nope. Okay, that's not wrong, though. People in that age did like young wives. (laughs) Some did. It's an exaggeration to say they just prefer it blanketly. That's not true. It's never been true of any age. As far as we can tell, it's never been true of any age where there was like this overabundance of super youthful wives compared to their husbands being okay, much older. Okay, fine. His dad could have preferred a younger wife. Sure. Could have. More reasonable to assume two peasants would be of similar age and upbringing. Just is. I don't know why you're fighting so hard on this one. My assumption is way more reasonable here. It just makes more sense. More more sense. More sense. Uh huh. Every fucking time. We're going to take a break, everyone. Alright. Alright, we're back. We haven't even talked about the story yet. What did you think of the story? The overall story. I thought it was written much more competently than the past season. Entertainment disregard disappointed me, especially in, in writing a narrative first and foremost. And this one did a very competent job doing 
the arc that should have followed for these characters immediately after moving train. This was the next step in development and even takes the next step down Tanjiro's specific development um, that makes much more sense than Entertainment District, which attempted to play things with Tanjiro off a lot more lightheartedly than they should. Um, I don't think Entertainment, it's Entertainment District makes sense in in canon. I don't think it has a place anymore. Um, I think if you want to do it, it has to be a um, side arc in the middle of, or, or immediately after season one before. Is your biggest train. is your biggest thing with the entertainment just that it just doesn't progress anything? Which I could no, it's that it regresses things. Um, it's that it deliberately ignores everything the characters have gone through up to that point to regress them. Um, for no good reason. Especially characters like um, Tanjiro and... Maybe, maybe you could say the end affects Tanjiro as well. But point is, is I think it would be more effective narratively to fit it in as a side story, a filler story, in the ways of old, in between season one and Moving Train, than it does to take place after Moving Train. Because how dark Tanjiro gets in this narrative makes much more sense to be after a more fresh wound from Mugen Train. Because Tanjiro gets dark in this one. Tanjiro gets so dark, I don't think people realize how dark. What do you mean by... Okay, I, 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 what do you mean by dark? Because I don't... I didn't, I didn't see What this. defines Tanjiro as a character in season one? He's like... Oh, his humanity with demons. Are you talking about? Are you talking about specifically how he treats upper uh-huh. five? How and he him. treats every demon, every major demon he comes across. Heck, every demon he comes across, he engages with as if they're a person. No, I know that, but what I'm saying is his uh-huh. interactions with upper five and how, like, I think a big, I, I think a big and. A big, what am I, a big example of, I think, of what you're saying is when, like, Upper Five is, like, scurrying away with the actual body. Sure, yeah. And he's just mm-hmm. like, you're gonna get back here, you're gonna pay for all your fucking sins. Yeah, you know, that's like, like, legitimately calling but, out, like, But the part isn't that he's saying these things, it's the, the biggest part to me was when the other part of Upper Five called out. That he was trying to kill an innocent. a small, yeah. weak thing. And Tanjiro did not engage with it at all. Instead of the normal engagement with it, or sorrow, or empathy, he completely dismisses it. How can it be weak when it's killed so many things? It, it, it just completely ignores the plight. Completely. doesn't... Even acknowledge it as worth having a plight. He's never done that for any demon before, and the other demons before had eaten hundreds or thousands of people. Yeah, all even, the same. Even it, it, the number I'm, does not matter. I'm about to say like even mm-hmm. uh, fucking upper six. I forget the names, but mm-hmm. even upper six who like you can argue they were far more malicious 
than like upper four was. Sure, yeah. He still found a way to find humanity yep. in them, even in sure the last He did not do this with four. He did nope. not give four a, a single fuck after what nope. happened. In fact, he ex- very explicitly did the opposite. Yeah. Um, Tanjiro is not the same anymore in this. He's way darker. He's not he only not pulling his punches, but he's trying to be as aggressive overpowering as possible at all times. He no longer flows. He flames. That exclusively. Is interesting. There is no chill to his spirit. No water flow. That's interesting. That makes me think about what you think about the final arc. When we get to it. There are also a bunch of mechanical things that were cool with this. Like what? Um, I don't have another word for it, so I'm just going to call it the Awakenings. Um, kind of like how Tanjiro has his awakening every time he connects with, like, um, with, with some oh. breathing. And okay, his, they... his scar becomes, a, becomes okay. the, the clear marking is, of the first. It is um, very early in the next season. They, they do give it a name, but do you want me to just tell you it now, or do you consider that a spoiler? If it's just a name, I don't. I think they're called... If, 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 if it's describing the same thing I'm describing, it's yeah, not a spoiler. It, yeah, it's the, just a name. The, 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 the double clouds on Mauricio yep, and then yep, the heart... The, yeah, yep. um, I think they're just called Slayer Marks. Sure, okay, yeah, yeah the development yeah. of these Slayer Marks, the awakening of these Slayer Marks, um, is mechanically interesting... And indicative of, of a bunch of possible things. Um, but it also makes me question some things. Like what? I maybe I try I could try to give you a nod. Why didn't the flame Hashira ever have his awakening? Oh Rengoku? We never got to see Rengoku's mark. And if what they're doing makes sense to be doing. He should have had his awakening and his mark in his final moments in that fight. When he pushes himself beyond, he should have had an awakening where he, uh, especially when he when he spears his opponent, there should have been that moment where he gets his mark. Because as far as we can tell, it's indicative of a couple things. One, a dramatic increase in um, ability um, and Two, a specific connection with breathing forms. Um, so the marks are definitely unique to each breathing form. Um, they probably make up one greater full mark for, like some breathing will probably incorporate all of them by just covering everything. Um, because right now, it seems like the only reason I can think of why the marks would be different and why they'd all activate when achieving a peak performance would be that they are in some way connecting to as close as they can to, like, the origin of breathing, probably sun breathing shit. So whatever subdivision of breathing that they do is all a subdivision of sun breathing, according to the Mugen Train mechanic yeah. chart. So when they're exercising their perfect form, they're achieving some kind of flow state with that sun breathing connection that's what's what's igniting the marks 
Although it seems odd that the first time... Well, no, I guess that's not necessarily the only reasonable conclusion. I was going to say that the first time they each get their marks is when they're interacting with Tanjiro, but it's also when it's the first time they've each dealt with an upper-ranked demon. Is this true? Yes. Yeah. I... But again, with both of those still in effect, our Flame Hashira friend should have had his mark. How do I explain this in a non-spoilery way? Like that you say that means you probably can't. The there's a way I just don't know if it's too spoilery. Spoilery. It. I apologize if this ruins anything, but. Best way I can explain it is, the best way the the best thing I can say to you is, man, I wish you didn't bring that up about Red Goku. Why? That's all I'm gonna leave it at. That's all I'm gonna leave it at. Saying that, I have to read. I have to read back now. You might. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. How would that be a spoiler? That's in the past. I can't, I, I can't, I can't go any further. Okay, hold on. You I have can't. to give me something. I can't, because everything I could give you would actually be a spoiler. Ba ba okay, the uh, best way I can explain it, what I, for what I'm saying is, there's information that I know about the future that I can apply to, to what you're asking uh -huh. that does give me the answer. So there is an answer to why Rengoku didn't have an awakening? That I don't remember. I don't remember if we get a direct answer. But I would say that there's... Wait, that implies you know the reason for the awakening then. And that there's yes. a direct mechanical connection to something? Yes. Okay. How close am I so far? What was your... What, what was it? So far, that the mechanical relation to to the uh, the Mark's Awakening seems to be directly related to either their proximity interaction to Tanjiro and the Upper Demons. For Tanjiro, my guess is, because he's actively using sun-breathing techniques, they're... Literally connecting to sun breathing through him. And, but I could also say the exact same thing for upper demons. If other theories could be not, true, it could be not that as the close, demon blood in not as close as Not as close as you think. I don't know how much close I think I am. I don't think I have enough Fine, information. Not very close. close. Okay, not good. very close. If I'm remembering it the way it was explained... Um, not very close. Okay. So, I'm not on the right track for the Mark Awakenings. I, I did see a discussion. Have, I did see so a So they have no relation to sun breathing or the blood of Muzan. Definitely, I can confirm not the blood of Muzan. 
but not that they're not related to blood breathing, the, the, the sun breathing? I think it is to an extent, but not to the degree that you're putting it. Okay, answer this question. Have they ever had those marks before? No. Then what's new that isn't like Tanjiro like, proper demons? Like have like other than other than Tanjiro, has anybody else had them like before like in the series? Uh, as far as we can tell, only one other person and they still have them. Well the what one other person? Uh first uh, slayer. First Tasha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, other than him, which is way back in history. Uh, oh, shit. Maybe one other. It's hard to tell if that's a tattoo or not now who? in hindsight. Who? Um, pretty guy. He's got a big red tattoo on his face. Pretty guy. Diamonds. Oh, Tengen? Sure. No, that's a tattoo. Yeah. No, no, that is, yeah, that is 100% like a marking of sorts. Because remember, we get flashbacks, we know he doesn't have that on his face. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, I guess that, that, that doesn't wouldn't, mean it could yeah, that doesn't mean it could be a mark. But we know that it's like a marking. Alright, then what, what the fuck is new to these characters at this time that isn't upper rank demons or Tanjiro? There's, I, no, there's nothing. There's, I, there's no. What? Oh, is it, um, is it Nezuko? No. <laughs> this, what, okay, what other commonality at, is At there? this point, do you actually want me to tell you? No. Because then we're getting into manga spoiler territory. And I, no. You'll find, no, I just need to think about it more. You will, There's got to be something else connecting them at these specific moments of awakening that isn't. Their exposure to Tanjiro or Upper Demons or Nezuko. You will get your. Nezuko's I'll say this: you'll never get even your. Thought about Nezuko. I'll say this: you'll get your answers during the training arc. Which that that's like what like oh what do you know hi hi what what are you up to I was a little bit hungry so I had to pull here oh good 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 good. good. Want one? No, 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 no. We're still recording. Yeah. You're what? We're still recording. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's you're fine. Good. Don't worry, about it. It's all no, good. No, you're it's good. All good. Don't worry about it. Okay. Good night. Hi. Good night. But, uh... Oh, what was I on? <laughs> uh, oh, not, yeah. Not Yo, you'll find out, you'll find out, you'll find out, um, during the training arc. Which, like Derek said, realistically, that's like eight episodes. Although they found out, they found a way to put two long, put two hour episode, two separate one hour episodes in both these seasons, which we all thought were not going to be long seasons. So, I mean, realistically, they're like like fourteen episodes. But I mean, they they found a way, I guess. So we might we I don't understand why it's becoming a whole training arc. I don't know why the train. I the, whatever, um, yeah. 
My brain is mush in this heat. I can't think of any other connections. My brain is mush. My I, brain is mush. I, if I if I remembering it what I think it is, I don't know if you're gonna be happy with the answer. Or maybe you will. I don't know. Maybe you'll be like, yeah, fucking whatever. Is it the sword? No. <laughs> Are you sure you just don't want me to tell you at this point? Okay, only tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. Are they all cousins? No. No. <laughs> like, this whenever is... there's a family meeting, they all get tattoos? No, this is an Alabama story, dog. Okay. What were we talking about before this? Were we talking about story? Uh, Yeah. I was going to say, because I'm sitting there like, I'm having you guess, but I'm trying to fucking remember where the fuck we, we left off before we were going into the Oh, we hadn't really covered the story. We just covered what we liked or disliked about the story. God damn it. Okay. So, I like I like this one. I like that this one is actually showing the characters have, like, progressing. Tanjiro is progressing in a negative way, but that's progression, not regression. Um, Nezuko got, like, two big markers of progress, although we also got, like, a weird, a weird meta thing that was completely unnecessary and makes no sense. What, what meta thing? What? They added in, after that last episode, there's, like, a scene where, like, it's, um, what's her name? Sending off a note with the cat being like, oh, Nezuko's yeah. gonna evolve soon. I don't know who that's for, because the character's... Already know that, and the audience already saw that, and and also it makes no sense that she's just analyzing it, or that that letter be, okay. never got to them way earlier. I okay to be fair, like if she's just sending that now, it makes no sense. I I think I think it is. She's just sending it now. Then that makes no sense. When was the last time she drew Nezuko's blood? Yeah, season one. I, it makes no sense that she just analyzed it for the first time. Well, okay, it wasn't It wasn't the fact that she was analyzing it, it was the fact that she was getting other demons blood to mix with Nezuko to try to see if she could counteract the effects, which is why she brought up... How, the, how would that lead to her saying, I think Nezuko's going to evolve into being immune to the sun? Well, it's... Because, like, she extrapolates a lot of weird shit out of nowhere. Well, okay, because, okay, because the thing with it is, is mm-hmm. that she... She's finding out that Nezuko's blood can be used to cure other demons, because is she? She didn't say that. Yeah, one of the, one of the one of the um, no. She says in her letter to Tanjiro that her that she is about to conquer the sun. Do you you didn't listen to that? You didn't listen to her whole spiel, did you? I did listen to her whole. Spiel. Part of it was talking about the dude that moves mm-hmm. on turn. Sure. Yeah. Is now. Yeah. Either he's either no longer a demon, or because of the treatment. Is now a demon? Sure, yeah, I survive. remember that. Yeah. But that isn't that like a completely separate? No, he's not not a demon. He's just like Nezuko now, right? Because he's of just Nezuko's, normal. Because of Nezuko's blood. Sure. Which is a big part, and the reason she said that is because. But how is that? How is one equal the other? That's why I'm not getting because how is how is her blood um, makes it so you 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 can restrict yourself to bloodletting animals once a week or something equal. Will evolve to be immune to sunlight. 
Because that's the jump she makes. Because if it's able to counteract direct of the a direct connection with Muzan's blood, that means that she can fear is theoretically becoming more powerful than Muzan, and is theoretically, if possible, it doesn't necessitate any of that. Huh? Doesn't necessitate any of that. Yeah, it's a wild leap. What? No, no. Yes. The the assumptions to make if if I were her are that one. This demon whose blood I took, Nezuko, what makes Nezuko unique, is that she's never consumed human flesh. But she's looking at her blood. And, uh-huh. and yeah. I think she's looking at other DNA stuff, too. Sure. So, she's never consumed human flesh. If I then treated another demon blood and saw that it could revert to the point where um, it was as non-aggressive as when it had never consumed human flesh, I would simply make the assumption that it was reverting the blood to its base state, not that it was overpowering Muzan's influence. Well, the reason... That's that's a wild leap. The scientific thing to... No, the, the, she, the, said, she said because mm-hmm. of it, it, it disconnected. She says that, in her words, it mm-hmm. disconnects Muzan's connection. Sure, but as far as we can tell, that simply is true of anything that hasn't consumed human flesh. No then why is Nezuko immune to the connection in the first place? As far as we can tell, it's because she never consumed human flesh. No, she has a different reason. I forget what it was. What the fuck is the different reason? I, unironically, it's not good. She might have actually said it's because Nezuko's still holding on to something special. I'm not even joking. She didn't say that. She said um, she's prioritizing what's changing, which is also a wild leap. She she said something about Nezuko prioritizing what uh, what was changing based on what was important, which which was her reasoning for why she was going to be immune to sun, because her body was. Changing to be immune to sun because it was important. That was the connection there. The more important thing she's holding on to is her literal humanity. Maybe her humanity's giving her the ability to conquer the sun. Again, where does that humanity come from? Love. No, it comes from her lack of monstrosity, the lack of consuming human flesh. The only thing we can tell that is unique to Nezuko amongst all demons is that she has not consumed human flesh. It makes no sense to extrapolate anything else that isn't based around that sole difference. Unless you want to start with the assumption that she is different naturally and that every I, demon okay, is just, I, di- di- just well, naturally. Well, I don't disagree. That is not the basis the anime does. Then the anime is stupid. Then the anime is just stupid. It's giving you really bad reasoning then. I can't think of a way to justify the statements that were made in a way that makes sense. I just remember her something special about her blood cells. Yeah, is that they seem to be evolving. Yeah. Sure. The answer to why isn't because she's immune to Muzan. The answer to why is because she's never consumed human flesh. And, if by default, 
not considering human flesh means that you're less hungry for human flesh, and also that you don't have the connection with on. it makes sense that treating another demon's blood with blood that never consumed human flesh we also would dilute forget, that connection we also on, forgot as well as that a big reason she's not eating people is because she they don't bring it up at all is that she's hypnotized yeah, yeah. Um, you could argue that any- so it's a reason it's a big reason but it's not the biggest reason we have multiple times gone the direct statement that the hunger for human flesh increases um, with the consumption of human flesh it's why the demons have to consume more and more and more. Why the numbers start going to the hundreds and the thousands. The more you consume, the more you have to consume. Muzan is old. Muzan's influence is always pushing you to consume more and more, to grow more and more. Well then, well then Muzan's stupid. I don't know. I kind of like Muzan's experiments. Okay. But- Muzan's been doing a Bang up job trying to replicate a blue flower, I guess. I mean. Which I don't get why he wants to do because the blue flower is what made him weak to the sun in the first place. I don't get why he thinks that's the solution. Wouldn't that just and give ba- him more demonness? I I in 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 his backstory, I think he's explaining that if he could if he could sue more, he'll become like a yeah, what's the assu- what's that assumption for? I don't know. It's because it turned him into a demon, so it might give him more strength to conquer the sun. But also... But it made him weak to the sun in the first place. Man, look. Why would that be the assumption? You know what? You're right. Muzan is stupid. But all- Muzan's stupid. That's a dumb assumption. It would just make him more weak to the sun. That's it, just dumb. I know what? what I thought he was stupid for, but it's also the thing how... I know a while back we were, we were talking about... Um, how uh, one like Muzan knows the secret to getting strong, and the secret to getting strong is not actually eating humans. But this is this was my. Which, this, by the way, he doesn't do. He doesn't eat humans. We have seen him kill a lot of humans. <laughs> we have not seen him consume a, a human. I feel like in his backstory, he mentions he eats. No, in the ba- in his backstory, he definitely did eat humans. In the show, he keeps killing without eating. Okay, but here's my thing, though, right? This is the thing that kind of that kind of annoyed me when I first read this. So, well, okay, I don't... Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't sure. know I don't know if it was ever brought up, mm-hmm. but I know he could consume others to be strong, but I, sure. like, I didn't know he could, like, build a human mm-hmm. that strong to, like, conquer the sun, and he could just eat it, and he just gains that power. What? That's you, you do realize that's, that's his new plan now, right? But why did you say human? It's demon. Oh, demon, demon. That, that was misplaced. Oh, um, I don't know. I think that's a reasonable assumption. It seems that all of the powers no, no, not, no, come no. from not. his blood, and we know his ability to consume them must come from somewhere and have a purpose. It's probably to consume their power. In fact, he even the reason he would have for not wanting to make more demons now is to consolidate his power, it seems. It seems like it it may actually be a spreading of his power in the first place to allow his blood to go out. So it probably makes sense that he is able to consume powers in the same way he consumes everything else. 
In fact, well, no, just no. based off of the very basic thing of he got stronger when he consumed humans at the start, it probably extrapolates that his power is consumption or something. Well, no, more of like it. It. I feel like basically, I feel like the turd kind of made a one eighty. Where I feel like it was all for the hunt for the blue spider lily, but now it's just like, nah, fuck this shit, fuck the blue spider lily, fuck those shit, shit. And he knows the I'm like. I mean, that makes sense. If the only thing he needed the blue spider lily for was really the dumbass goal of trying to make himself sunproof of the thing that made him weak to the sun. Yeah, he's being a lot smarter by now throwing that aside and going for Nezuko. Oh, I guess. It's, it's a much wiser move. Oh. There is something out there that's part of me. I can consume that bag. I can get that power. You know what? That makes a lot of sense, actually, why he kills so many of his subordinates. If he gets their powers after he kills them. You know what? That makes a lot of sense now. He doesn't consume them. He needs, he needs to consume them. Um, he does consume them. We haven't seen him consume humans in a long time. We've seen him consume his subordinates quite a bit. Have? Yeah. When? When he kills them, it's usually like with this weird self-consumption, like... A bunch of his mouths appear and like consume him from the inside out. Like, it's weird. I haven't, wait, what? When, what the fuck? When was this? Um. So what we first see it in season one, uh, with the ball girl, right? Um, where like her like arm or leg or something turns into a giant mouth and then consumes. Her oh bite no! Bite. I, okay, so no, her she speaks Muzan's actual yeah. name. Mm-hmm. But her its hands just grow out. But they didn't have mouth on them. Did they? I don't think they did. I think I assumed it was like a consumption thing because she disappeared. She didn't disappear. She just digressed into a child. I'm not even joking. Remember? Because she was like covered. Because Tanjo was like, oh, wow. Like behind all that, you're just, you're just a fucking child. Because it doesn't eat her, it just rips her apart from the inside because of the hand. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also her body's t- literally disappearing. I don't remember her body disappearing. Like, I remember her... Where'd it go, then? Well, I remember her still, like, being alive and then just, like, dying. But I don't remember her body disappearing. Where did her body go? It got mutilated. <laughs> That's what I remember. I like unironically. That's what I remember. Like her body getting so mutilated. They show a lot of body mutilation. In this that's not what they show. They show it disappearing. I remember, no, dude. I remember getting fucking torn uh, apart. Anyway, anyway, um, who else do we see? And we just see like chunks of people go missing. It doesn't necessarily mean he's consuming them though. He could just that's safe. He could just be copying. He could just be copying, copying another demon and just eye hacking and cleaving. Consumption might just occur naturally when they die. They're all his blood in the first place. You know, I'm only willing to grab, grant you that is because we've seen up before do that. You remember when fucking. It's like the four of them, like Joy sending his hatred. Yeah. And they're all fighting, and he's just like, okay, fuck this. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, okay, that might actually be a possibility because we see him literally just in their fucking hands, so that could be a possibility. I just kill him and just fucking slurp up the remains. <laughs> Thank you, please. Moves on. <laughs> Ultimate. <accurate. laughs> just... 
I did I ask you how you felt about both the Hashiras? Because I'm not gonna, I didn't like Murichiro at first. Which one's Murichiro? The Miss Hashira. Liked him more at first. Of course you did. I knew. I had a. I had a feeling you were going to say that. I. I don't know the, why. No, I don't know why. Hashira, but it, the missed Hashira being lost in the fog of his own mind is really cool as a concept and character exploration. Um. And they didn't do enough with imagery to hint that sun breathing. Um, cleared the mist or fog from his brain. If they had done something thematic with that, I'd be down. I'm not going to lie. They didn't. I don't, I don't think it was something that did it. Actually, I know. That's what I'm no. saying. My problem is, is they don't have a thematic connection for his return of memory. They only have pure narrative. And it wait, wasn't Wait, what do you mean? Like, like, wait, what do you mean? Like, they don't have a theme for the return of of his memory. So there's a theme for his lack of memory. The fog. He's the mist Hashira, and he's lost in mist. He does not know his oh. way around his own brain. <laughs> I, I... His, he's, he literally lives in a fog where he doesn't really engage with, with people, their emotions, or his own emotions his memories. He just doesn't. He's in a fog. He spreads that fog. He's the mist Hashira and he spreads a mist that people get lost in. Good themes. He got his memory back. There are no thematic connections to getting his memory back. They didn't tie into anything they had built up for him in the very brief instances we had seen him before. Um, and as far as we can tell, it's kind of disappointing that it's not tied to sun breathing in some way because they could have made it as simple as the vision of Tanjiro was lit up by the sun or lit like the sun and cleared the fog from his head, and they never used that imagery. They could have and didn't use thematic um, connections that I feel like they did a really good job setting up. Similarly, the love Hashira, irony is that they don't have and may never find love, has a thematic connection and build-up. I feel like there should be something a little bit greater. Her Mark's Awakening, if it's not going to be connected to sun breathing, connected thematically, maybe reason she was able to get in the zone was because in the moment she hugged those boys and they defended her with their life, she realized that love didn't have to be marriage with a man, but could be the family she finds along the way. They didn't do anything thematically of that. They didn't even build or hint at that. They just had a weird mark awakening in the middle of a fight. Wasn't thematically connected to love. There was a moment where they all carried her away. That's what I'm saying, but they didn't use that moment... To teach her about love. They didn't have her do the anime thing where she reckon- realized, oh, I didn't need to find love in the husband. Did she kind of do that? Didn't she, like, cry at the time and be like, literally she do that? She cried and said, I'm not going to let you get my, my, my sen- senpai, whatever the fuck, 
my my. But doesn't she do it in a sense where she's like, "Thank you guys for like." Loving me and like no, she didn't. That's the problem. She did not narratively call out or thematically call out in a way that was that expressed that there was any special amount of or acknowledgement of love there. She didn't go. It's because of you guys. She didn't go because of the no. She just went. I can't let you guys die. I'm gonna protect my friends. I feel. Like, I feel like there was a. Some expression of love. I also hate the fact that she was given, like, no time. Well, it's okay. We haven't developed her yet. She's not with her boyfriend yet. Once she and Snake Boy get together, I'm I'm assuming we'll see more development. Because then she'll also have her husband, who may be a strong Hashira. Are you just assuming that her and Snake Boy will get together? They set it up. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay, never mind. Nah, I forgot about that. I don't know. <laughs> he gave I her like... socks and he blushed. Snake like... boy blushed. Is that a dick? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Most of the Hashu are dicks, yeah. Hey, I think he's the only real dick. No. No? What? Oh, I... First of all... I can't. Crying Buddha dude, dick. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I'm sorry. Did he or did he not vote for Nezuko's death? Most of them voted Di- for Nezuko's exactly. death. Exactly. Most of them were dicks. Okay. But in the context of that, why the fuck wouldn't you? If this dude was meant to take a demon. We saw then- multiple other Hashira. The only. This is what should have hinted that all the Hashira should not have voted for Nezuko's death. That the only Hashira that had met Nezuko to that point. All of the Hashira that had met Nezuko up to that vote had voted to keep her alive. No. Yes. Shinobu. Which one's Shinobu? The poison one. And she was probably the biggest. You haven't met her before? Yes, she did. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes, she did. When? Right after the forest thing. The forest events. With the spider. That wasn't meeting her before. Yes, that, yes she was. No, no, that was not meeting her before. That was hunting her. Also, hunting a demon. Fine, if that's the case, that's only that wasn't she. They met or went on a mission together. That was literally the instigation for her being on trial. That was the instigation for that trial. Was being caught by her. That does not count as meeting her. That's being hunted by her. That is explicitly for the purpose of setting up that trial. Also, you're basing on the one that no one likes. Sure. Yeah. Also, like I said before, that my point still stands. If you're pre- if you well, if you're presented, it, it's based off of the one no one likes and the word given by their ultimate master. Well, after the ultimate master, fine, can't really say anything about that. But like when you're presented mm-hmm. the fucking will, like okay, look, listen, there's a boy carrying around a demon. What the fuck got that do? It's a fucking demon. What else are we gonna do at that point? Except there's for at that point. There's someone with actual first-hand experience, Tanjiro and the Demon Girl, and his vote means more than any of theirs. What? He's the only one with experience with them. I'm not going to lie. that was me, I would have voted to kill. Because that's one of the things, like, bro, that's a demon. Why are we letting a demon walk around? First of all, you're not. You're letting her stay in a box. 
No. Second the, of all, no, the, the, the per- reasons would be evident if you were in that room, and I would damn well hope you'd realize they're evident, that she's in a box not trying to attack anyone even when they put her in the shade. They explicitly put her indoors, in the shade, out of sunlight, and she still doesn't get out of the box and try okay. to attack anyone. After that, sure. No, 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 no. This is before the stabbing and everything. That's how the trial is set up. The trial isn't set up with her, like, in their hands or something. Remember, they have to go pick her box up and start stabbing it. Box is literally placed up in the building. What? Wait, what? What are you talking about? Nezuko is already at the base start of that trial in a place where she could leave the box if she wants. And she doesn't. Because the demon will leave the boxes in the bed. Sure, but it does mean it's not attacking. It definitely means it's not being hostile. That doesn't mean you shouldn't fucking get rid of it. Why not? Because what? Okay, from all Hashira's experiences, mm-hmm. they have never met a They've single. They've also never good seen demon. a demon that didn't attack. In fact, they've never even met an upper-ranked demon. None of them. They still met demons. What sure. does, hold on, what does having to meet an upper-ranked demon have to do with anything? None of them are particularly well-experienced. I feel like if you've seen enough demons, despite them being upper or lower rank, it doesn't necessarily Based on what I've seen in the show, I don't think so. I think there's so much difference between the lower and upper-ranked demon that... It does not count. In terms of power, sure, and maybe even cognitive thinking, I agree with that, but we've also seen demons who are not upper rank, mm-hmm. or have not been upper rank at all, mm-hmm. have cognitive thinking. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what other difference could there be? Well, they always demons? attack. So do the f- They're all hostile. So do the upper ranks. Sure, but you're asking what the difference is here. I still don't see a difference. Between what? The upper ranks and just lower demons. The only big difference I can see is that one oh. is stronger. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the level of power... No, for that, it's just the level of power. Oh, okay, then. then cool. Lower rank demons are not the same type of species as an upper rank demon. Just because of the level of power. Just like, we don't consider... Um, well, if we had them, homunculus as, as humans... Homunculus literally just means miniature person. Yeah. We had those, they wouldn't be people. Probably Different species. Yeah. Have all the same features, able to do all the same things, just a less level. But that level is so different, it's not the same species, it's not homo sapiens. It's homunculus. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I had to. <coughs> anyway, um, none of their experience means a whole lot. And if in all their experience okay. they've never met a demon that wasn't hostile, why when they meet one that isn't hostile would they depend on their old experience? Oh, what? It's just because it's not hostile? I should just treat it as like, oh, cool, it's great. No one ever said that. Now you're presenting a false dichotomy. Dude, what the fuck? That was never the alternative. The Dude, alternative the f- was never to say, oh, it's great, it gets to go okay, free. Fine, it was maybe. to impl- apply restrictions such as 
pair it with a Demon Slayer and make sure it doesn't attack people. Which is, guess what? The option everyone else was voting for. Not everyone else was voting for. Everyone who wasn't voting for her death was voting for that. Yes. It is what everyone else was voting for. I think everyone... No one was voting for her to go free. No, not go free, but I'm pretty sure everyone was voting for the death until she turned down blood. And then it's just like, Everyone else is just saying everyone else who isn't, it's short for everyone else who isn't voting for her life. That's all it is. You're overthinking this. Does not matter what that number is. It's everyone other than that one person. That's everyone else. Aren't you the one who, like, mm-hmm. last recording was going off the fact of someone going against their duty to do something and how that's bad? It's not their duty to kill indiscriminately. It is their duty to kill fucking demons, though. It's their duty to prevent humans from coming to harm. Sometimes, it's explicitly not their duty to kill demons. For example... They don't always kill demons. They do gather many demons, trap them, keep them alive, and then transport them up to a secret spot on a mountain so they can host different gaming trials for their new Demon Slayer core. When? What? In order for that mountain to have demons on it in the first place, they have to be brought by Demon Slayers. Because, remember, demons can't get onto a mountain on their own because of how it's set up. The only reason... Do they explain this in the anime? They explain that demons can't get up there naturally, yeah. And that it's specifically a training ground that the Demon Slayer Corps uses. Yes. It's what they test new recruits with explicitly. They never send veterans in. So, the Demon Slayer Corps does not just exist to explicitly kill all demons. It's so facto. So, if they have a non-hostile demon, it might actually be an ideal demon to put in their training uh, thing or do other things. Or, heck, apparently they're actually allied with multiple other persons directly related to the Demon Corps. They're actually performing experiments on demons regularly. So, for example... What's her name? The doctor who's uh, doing the blood experiments with Nezuko right now, anyways. Tell me, yeah. Why wouldn't they be keeping this demon for dissection for her? I don't know if the demon core is actually aligned with her. Yeah, they are. They're explicitly aligned with her. Are you sure about this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure about it, yeah. When did you see this? In the anime in season one. When? In season one, where when they were introduced to them, I don't think she expresses the fact that they're aligned with them. I'm pretty sure they explicitly do. It's why they have extra materials specifically for demon slayers because she says that she's hosted many demon slayers. In fact. How do they find her, Isaiah? I, I hope... I the was, Demon Slayer I was, Crows? I was, I was, I was so hoping uh-huh. you weren't going to bring... I was yeah. going to bring that It's out. explicitly I, the Demon Slayer core that brings them to the... They, that send them to her. Yeah. So, Isaiah? Yeah. Wait. Yep. 
No. The Demon Slayer Court don't send them to her. Who do? It's the crows, dude. Yeah. No. Huh? Who? I think he's there for... I think he is there for a mission. But it is... Uh-huh. It, it, he's not there to see her. Because the way it happens is that I think he's there for a mission. And then he uh-huh. ends up actually running into Muzan. Muzan distracts him. But she has to use her blood demon art to distract. And he doesn't know who uh-huh. she is at all. But that's... They don't send him there specifically to meet her. I think they were specific no, to meet they her. No, they don't. They don't. It is a run and chance. They don't. I don't know. They don't. I do. I, I do. Don't I, know. I do actually remember this very well. They don't. Why were they in the area? Because he got sent to do another mission. Because what was there the was mission? A, there were other. De- there was a, a demon that was potentially causing harm in that town that they were in. Which demon? Um, I think it was just like a. I think it was just like a lower level demon. I don't think they ever covered another demon in that area, dude. And, well, he wasn't there for her. I I do remember this. He wasn't there for her. Why didn't they finish the mission after they met her? Huh? Okay, then how do they... What? Fail to report about her existence to the Demon Slayer Corps? Well, no. I'm assu- Well, what, I, what I'm conceding on is the fact that she is actually mostly aligned with the Demon Slayer Corps. But I don't think ta- she meets Tanjiro because it's like, oh yeah. I think it's her. because he was being sent to meet He's her. not, dude. I think... I don't know. He's not. He's not, dude. Because I'm. I'm. I'm gonna look into this. Okay. I'm gonna look into this. I know. It, I know it was a. I know it was definitely a running chance, but I know he wasn't sent there to meet her. I agree. It was a running chance, but it was because he was there to meet her. No, it wasn't because he was there. Uh, so I can promise you that it wasn't. Well, what would this have been? Uh, episode three. Jesus Christ! No. <laughs> what? What? So it seems like it's okay. all on board. Okay. So after, so you remember the point where he was fighting the three demons? Mm. Literally, right after that, the bird comes down, gives mm. him his next mission, yep. saying that there's a demon that's lurking around there. So he's going sure. to another town in Asuka, mm-hmm. Tokyo, where he's going. So mm-hmm. it's not for Tamayo. He's going to that area in Tokyo for that reason. What else are you looking at? I'm just looking at the other sources for this. Okay. I will also say, I couldn't find anything else, so I just defaulted to watching the, the episode. <laughs> so I was like, okay, fuck it. That's where I, that's where I got my answer from. But yeah, uh, it seems like... Uh, yeah. He goes there because he... Like almost immediately gets another mission from the crows, um, and then he goes there. Which then he is spots Muzan, um, who turns someone else into. I'm gonna have to rewatch that part of season one. I needed to see. I need to see if she ever makes a comment about Demon Slayers and their relationship. They must ask her about her relationship with Demon Slayer. I assume that that one. I. They I, must. I. If they don't, it makes no sense. And what? Then they what? Have just never talked about her. They've never reported her to the Demon Slayer Corps. It makes no sense. It makes no sense that she's not allied with them directly. Uh, 
What? Nothing. Just nothing. Just nothing. I can't. I just can't. I just can't. What? You can't what? I just can't. I just can't. I can't. I'm like, because I'm, I'm not going to lie. Telling you that I can't, I feel like it's all, is not already good. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You know what? I don't either. But just take my word for it. <laughs> I don't how. know what word I'm taking. <coughs> the words. Just the words. I'm taking the words. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, Demon Slayer. Why? Why were we even talking about that? So I'm not gonna lie. I do not remember. Mm. All right. So yeah, this season. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie. We can't. We can't end it without talking about Genya. I feel like it was Genya. You're, you're not good with names. Really not good with names. I gotta remember that. You're not good really with not good with names. Um, he's the one that has the, the blicky breather. <laughs> the what? That You don't know that terminology. Blicky breathing? The, the fuck? The gap breathing. Gun breathing. Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> gun breathing. What the fuck is gap? Gat. The gat. It's, 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 Isn't it? Gatling gun? No. Just, just people. Some people say that they say, "Don't." I'm gonna pull out my gat. Why would you call it a gat? Look, look, Alex. This is not. Is it because Alex is too associate it, the word Gatling with gun? Alex it is too. It's too almost two in the morning. I'm not doing this with you. It's too, too, too stupid. Yeah, you're too fucking stupid. You're too detached. Gat. You're too... Gat. You're too dumb. What's the relationship between gat and gun? It's just... It's just what people... It's I'm, gatling gun. I'm surprised you didn't fucking... You questioned that, but you're not questioning Blicky. Was that meant to be a gun? Yes. The fuck is Blicky? Give me my Blicky, man. <laughs> blicky with the icky. Blicky, you heard? You sound like you watch too much Teletubbies. What, you what like the fuck? Blicky, blicky, icky, wucky, Teletubby. Okay. Um, Genya. <laughs> Please. Genya. <coughs> I like He's him. cool. You just haven't... I feel like you had more to say, but... About Genya? No, just a general with a show, but I don't feel like you do... You're saying it. Genya's oh, cool. No. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. Guns. Right. No, Makes not, no sense. No. Makes no not, sense. Not, not, look, I don't disagree with what you're explaining, but that's not what I'm talking about. Yes, it's she to make the gun power than actually force the guns. Yes, you can give it to a lower level demon to it probably save more lives. No... I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what the application for it. No. I'm just saying. I get it. Guns. I get it. Mean big things for Demon Slayer Corps. Listen. I get it. I understand it. No. It's not. But it. yes. We're not going to choose. It's not going to choose. It's not going to choose. Well, I'm just talking about the show. Talk about the show. What do you want about Genya? Get, we didn't know much about Genya. Get, 
I have said this like three times now. You keep assuming I mean Genya. The show. The whole show. In general. Fuck you. Oh. Listen to me. There's some more stuff about um, Nezuko. Oh, yeah. We didn't really touch on on her concrete. Oh, well, we did. We just argued about how. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, that's how we got to Tamiya. Because we're talking about her and the blood. Damn, that's a long diversion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, cool. She's immune to sun. <coughs> you didn't have shit to say about Mexico. You didn't have shit to say about Mexico. Uh, I do. It was a little bit too easy to predict. It was a little bit too easy to predict for a couple reasons. One, um, I knew she wasn't going to die because she wasn't burning anymore. Even when exposed to direct sunlight, her, um... Her flesh was not burning more. It stayed in that state from the initial burn the whole way through that scene. Um, no matter how much sunlight she was exposed to afterwards, they never added on to the sizzling effect or anything. It stayed the same even when she started getting exposed to direct sunlight again. So I, we all knew when Tanjiro turned around, she was still going to be there. She wasn't disintegrating. I think you, I think you. I get what you're saying. It would take a really lazy bit of fucking animation all of a sudden to just forget to animate her burning while she's burning. No, I mean, like, I'm talking about, like, I think you forget. I get where you're coming from, where it's implied. Also, I think the opening itself just kind of gave it away for the most part. With her, you know, she has a scene where she's turning around and the sun's coming and she's standing. Perfectly fine. Which could be completely thematic and non-literal, especially given that her brother does sun breathing now. Yes, but as you can see, that probably wasn't the case. They probably were actually... You're right. They're dumber than I gave them credit for. Are you happy? I was assuming it was cool themes, but you're right. They're fucking dumb. Alright. You happy? I thought it was. I thought it was cool. They were trying to hint at that. I don't think most people would. Pick I don't that think it's it. cool to spoil the fact that you're going to do something like that and you're OP. What the fuck? I don't think most people would pick up on that. Though. Then there you go. It's not that retarded. I don't get why you mentioned it. <laughs> because I mentioned it as a cool thing. You fucking jackass. I don't think it's a cool thing. I think it's a cool thing. Yeah. I think it's a nice thing. I like seeing opening scenes or things like that. A little is that people can't pick up on. Ugh. Not everything has to be a negative thing, you dick. Jesus Christ. Fucking asshole. I like how they did character progression, finally. Nezuko finally got... Nezuko finally lie. got her voice and her ability to stand on her own again. Yeah. There you go. And then they put her right back in the box anyways. Yeah, that I that one didn't kind of make much sense. Like, the, the, re, the reasoning that makes more of my sense is... She still needs to sleep a lot, so just sure, carrying but a, then carrying a no. box makes it easier. I get like it does, but it doesn't. How would you want him to carry her around then? Horse, cart, anything else? Literally, the backpack only ever made sense when it was super necessary because it was a combat related. Bro, that's... Now that she's moved beyond that point, it doesn't make sense. Bro, heck, now okay, you can strip, lay her out in a bed that you can just cart everywhere with a donkey. Why the fuck would you? That's like way more that you have to carry around you. Well, she can she... smoke it. You don't have to carry anything else. Around. You're 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 you're, 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 you're
You're getting I, rid of a box that you can just carry on your back sure. that she can already shrink herself to with a donkey and a cart. That's a lot more. It's really not. I don't know if you know anything about how the world operated for literally hundreds, sorry, dozens of thousands of years. Um, you could get a fucking shit-ass donkey and a little fucking cart everywhere you ever travel to and from. I'm not saying that you couldn't just get a donkey and a cart. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that if you have the ability to just carry her around in a box when she's sleeping, why not just do that? Because it's less practical. How? In every... Okay, when Tanjiro is wearing it, he does not move as freely. He cannot fight as freely. Um, when he's carrying it, he is being overburdened. He could be carrying other things instead. Um... Why would you ever burn yourself with it when it's unnecessary? It also means more things he has to explain. More different things that could concern him as security risk. Not only does he have to hide the fact that he's wearing a sword when he goes out in public because it's illegal during the period they're in for them to have swords in public, they said it. Um, but he also has to explain with this weird giant box he has on the back. It just makes more sense in every way be normal, just have a girl in the cart. You know she still has demon features, right? Sure. You don't think it's going to be weird that instead of Except having a box, I can... She doesn't. Ex- yes, she does. She has no visible demon features. Thanks! And the eyes! That they have sp- when she's asleep. You finish? Okay. She has no visible demon features when she's asleep. The closest thing you could possibly claim is the colored hair. It's just colored hair. Yeah, not really. That wouldn't meet to exist. Yeah, exactly. And we don't ex- We exactly. don't really ex- literally con- canon. <laughs> okay, right hold on. Hold hair. on. I need yeah. to. I need to address this. I'm not tripping, right? When she's little, she uh-huh. just has black hair. But then all of a sudden, she has like colored hair. Yes, but I'm going to. I'm I'm going to chalk that up to the same thing, like baby hair. Your hair is developing pretty. Constantly, and you're not actually coming into your full hair color until late adolescence. So, it kind of makes sense that it could start growing as her adolescence was coming to a close, and her teenage development years started coming up. That's that's insane. No, it. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's not. I, I mean, rather you just the hair color is insane, but the fact that her hair changed at that age isn't insane. No, no, no. no. The like, fact that her hair changed that. Oh, that logic, yeah, it makes sense. You're going from just complete black to that. Well, it wasn't complete black. It was uh, a, it was like a, a burgundyish brown. It was black. It, no, the black was when she dyed it. No, I know the black was when she dyed. She it had before. a sister that had black hair. Are you thinking of her sister? No. Your... I know, I know the, the scene. I'm thinking... All right. Either way, either way, it doesn't matter because the change is dramatic. It doesn't matter. It's just like, it's like bro. Oh, Jesus. Also, uh, that's another thing I think majority of people are going to pick up on the, oh, yeah, when you get older, you blah, blah, blah. I feel like people are going to look at that like, whoa, wait a minute. I don't even ask you for a lot. Just when you're younger, just your hair change. Like they did with uh, Zanitsu. His hair used to be black, and he had struck by lightning, and that's yellow. Sure. Just, just little, just little, just 
little 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 more explanation. That's all I want. That's all I care about. That's all I want. That's all I care about. That's all I want. That's all I care about. I mean, it was about the same time where she started developing her restraint too. We saw her hair go from dark um, to then her discovering her strength to then her growing different color hair. So it's might be directly connected to her extra strength. Which seemed unnatural even for her family. Yeah. Who knows? It's not like they gave us enough information. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a, they did. Well, that was like my... like you complained earlier, they just didn't give us much about her. No, that's what I was saying. I was like, that was my problem before. <laughs> um, you want to know my, my only real problem with her? <coughs> what? Her sword. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going to I knew you weren't gonna like her sword. I, so, that was one of the two things. No, I actually, I really like her sword. It's a, reference, it's a reference to a real type of sword. Um, the problem is, is that it should be way more anime. So, the real version of that sword I, is not... actually many-bladed. It's not... One long blade. It's actually a lot. Like, like a lot, a lot. It's an Indian blade that has Wait, many flexible blades on it. The best example I could give, that example. You ever played Soul Calibur? Been a long time. You remember the character Ivy? Don't. She has, like, the whip, like, sword thing. You tell her like that? I don't know. Indian so. sword with... Um... What, what did you say? Um, flexible blades? Indian, Indian sword with multiple blades. Yeah. Here we go. The Irumi. Um, it is, is a sword with flexible whip-like blades originating in modern-day um, Kerala in the Indian subcontinent. It is thought to have existed as early as the Sangam period. It, it's a very old thing. But traditionally... Um, so this is what's wild about to me yeah, is that the, there are, are like things in movies where they've used one long blade before, but traditionally it's actually used often dual wielded with many blades attached to the sword. Like a whip? Like, yeah, it's like a whip. Yeah. No, this is like a hmm. sword, but no, yeah. I, I... many, many blades. But no, it's not used like what we go. It's, there's no. No, no, I know it's not used. It's, it's like it's used like it's many thin blades. Um, it's used very like in these wide, broad strokes, big movements. It's very dangerous to the user, so it's usually in really wide, arcing movements. Um, and unlike a, a blade, which is like a precision, a precision instrument, it, it's kind of like meant to just flay people alive. It's really damaging, but it's a very real thing. And it typically has multiple blades attached to it. It's it's rare to see only one. So, uh, my complaint with her weapon is that they didn't get anime enough with it. It should be multiple blades. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I... They could have kept it simple to just two or three strands and it would be cool. They could even canonize it as the same amount of metal as a normal blade split into three blades or something. I would think I'd be... I think I'd... I could be okay with, like, two or three. Of all of those, I don't know if I'd be okay with, like, a bunch of them. But I think, I think aesthetically, one probably works the best. Uh, so if you one be, makes it look like a whip. 
One doesn't make it look like the weapon it's based off of as much. It makes it look like a whip. Well, to be fair, I said that's why I said aesthetically. I think it looks better. You want to be accurate? I, I think sure. aesthetically, you're just subjectively wrong. Um, and I think you're subjectively wrong to yourself. Um, I think. Don't go I, on being like. Uh, I think if it had three, there could be many more things they do with it that would interest you more as well. It would be more aesthetically pleasing because what they did with it would be a little bit different if there are three blades taking up the space. So, aesthetically, it would actually be as or more pleasing, potentially. Mm-hmm. You don't know because right now you're just imagining literally replicating it three times in the space. No, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking of all the possibilities you could do. I'm not denying it ain't cool. And there's just a lot more cool stuff that you could do with three blades. And it would make a lot more sense with how her weapon is used. Because her weapon isn't used like a whip. It's used like it has many blades attacking at once. Yeah. <coughs> I mean... Yeah, I'm nervous. I mean, it, it works for me. I like it. I like the way it is. I'm sure, it's decent. It Could be more anime. And being more anime would be more real. I'd appreciate that. Alternatively, um, it also doesn't make sense why you give the strongest character the weakest weapon. Why is hers not like an Uchi Katana? Why is it not? Why is it not like a washing pole? Like it's like a super big or super heavy katana. Why is oh, hers yeah. the lightest and easiest to maneuver one? Why is hers the flexible one? Can't tell you. You're fucking dumb. I'm sorry. That's what happens when we read long stuff ahead of time. Juju's gonna be bad. Is there, Juju, is, is, Juju's I, gonna be bad. Am I going to like or dislike the reason they use? Probably dislike. God damn it. Yeah. Alright. Well, hey. What can you do? Um. I really like this opening. I didn't at first, but it grew on to me to the point where... Uh, it's a good opening. Yeah. Definitely better. I think it's better than Entertainment District. Oh, definitely. I... Man, what a garbage season that was. I don't know. Those words... I'm mulling over my thoughts, but I don't know if I would. I think it's mostly just because I really like the song. I think give me give me once we're in the fall season and I'll, I'll come back to it. But like right now, my mind's like, bro, this this opening, this opening right here, this shit good, this shit going, this shit better than the first. But I'm like, eh, give me till like the fall. Let's see how I feel about the first about the first one. Sounds good. I know you're. What about you? Any characters you want to talk about? Not. We haven't really covered the villains. The (sighs) demons of Demon Slayer. Yeah. There was guy with pots. I'm not gonna. Whose powers were kind of weak. Okay, I'm about to say guy with pots. I upper rank. I, wait, well, he was. My I think he was stronger than than the emotions demon too. 
I think he, yeah. No, I think he was four. No way. I think he was four. I think emotionally he was five. Um, well, either way, um, I didn't like how they used his powers. You know why? Why? Because they could have done something super cool. Um, this is a funny thing in animation. It's 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 called um, having stuff on a screen. <laughs> where you go? Where you go? Where where are you going with this, bro? You see, his power was set up that he could like teleport himself to any of his pots, and his pots had to like physically roll into place in the first like episode two they were introduced, right? Yeah. You know what kept happening once his main fights started happening? Um. His pots wouldn't be somewhere, and then they would be somewhere where they, when they needed to teleport him somewhere. Meaning they just added them in whenever he needed to teleport. What they could have done is they could have hidden them in frame in places, or put silhouettes where he was going to pop up that we wouldn't notice, and it would cost anything extra to do that. Or, because this was the other problem with them... They could have added the CG model all over the place because it's just a sweet CG model. And it's the same CG model every fucking time. They could have just duplicated it and put it in the background all over the place. And they could have even made it part of the fight. Part of the fight could have been not being able to smash all of the vases while paying attention to which vases he was coming out of. That could have been part of it. So there could have been a reason why... All the vases had to be left around, and why you couldn't just go around smashing the vases to stop him from teleporting places. It could even be that they could have showed a vase rolling around the back or something, so it looked like the vases were moving on their own. But they didn't do any of that. They had to magically teleport on screen sometimes to places where vases weren't. Also, the vases all look like dog shit. They did a, a, a theme around this guy being an artist, and about... His, his works being masterful, and then they made all of his works copy pastas over and over again. I mean, well, that, that was a, well, that was a joke, right? The, the joke was his faces aren't actually... Like, none of the art he actually does is really... No, that wasn't a purposeful joke. They they set him up like he unironically had unique things for everything, and then just ignored the fact that they actually had just copies of the same thing over and over again. They got lazy with the art for the one that was thematically connected to being unique in art. Well, the other thing about his, about the art, about the, blah, 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 blah. also his character actually isn't symmetric. So when the Miss Osra said that as a complaint, um, I, I vibed with that real hard because he's not symmetric. I don't care about this. He made his face less symmetric in his new design. I do not care. <laughs> okay, but just saying, it's just, they did a bad job with that. I don't... That's probably, like, my least favorite villain out of, like, the prominent ones we've seen. There's, like, what? The list of ones that we get. Spider-Dude. was actually pretty cool with his back end. Mm-hmm. Um, M.U., while wasn't, like, the greatest in his background, his power and his demeanor was at least fucking cool. And the way he handled stuff was at least pretty cool. Uh... Moves on to moves on. Michael Jackson. Can't hate him. <laughs> um, <laughs> no one that got to me. <coughs> what the fuck? I like uh, ball, um, ball playing girl and 
gravity eyes. Oh right? yeah. If if not okay. anything, they're they're the way they had that a they, lot of characterization actually. They had a lot of characterization. They had a lot of personality, and at least they're they had a lot. They did a lot of interesting things mm-hmm. that with the they did a lot of interesting yeah. things with their powers in a short period of time. They did, and, and they had more interesting character dy- dynamics with both each other yeah. and Muzan than any of the upper demons have. Wait, what? They had more interesting character dynamics between each other and Muzan than any of the upper demons have had. So we're just going to forget that whole first episode where they're all interacting with each other and with Muzan. Oh, I'm not forgetting. I'm saying it was uninteresting. That to you was uninteresting? Um, yeah. In fact, it's indicative of nothing of interest having happened in the past. They literally never see each other or interact, and their relationships are all stagnant and non-existent because of it. We it was a giant plate of evidence that they don't have very interesting dynamics with each other, and when they're put in the same room with each other, instead of interacting with each other, having interesting dynamics with each other, they all just universally play off the same way to each other. So. The one that's angry with everyone is always angry with everyone. The one that's always afraid of everyone is always afraid of everyone. Um, the one that is always toying with everyone is always toying with everyone. The only ones of any interest were the ones that purposefully interact with other characters, and that was their character trait. Um, the one that likes to be flirtatious and, and, and friendly with everyone is flirtatious and friendly with everyone, and thus has a more interesting dynamic just by having a dynamic. Some of them literally did not interact at all. Not even once. No, all of them interacted with each other to an extent. Not really. Yeah. No. Frayed guy in the corner did not interact with anyone in any real fashion. Oh, okay, fair. Fair, fair. Um, neither did uh, Music String Girl. The only interaction she has with anyone is at the end when What's-His-Face is like, you want to be my friend? Uh, and she's like, bang. Yeah, she's like, no. Yeah. Uh, that was too fair. I think the... That's fucking... God damn it. <laughs> I can't say it. You think first Hashira, uh, now Demon, is uh, interesting because he said three words? Why? No reason. No reason. Why? No reason. Why? No reason. I can't tell you. Long, long, long story short. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bethel, I want to. I want to correct you. I, I, okay, no, nah, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, I think that... Uh, well, not much. I think we should see a little bit. We do see Domo and uh, Akaza. They have the little Fertasis thing, but it's also hitting the fact that there's a deeper hit history between both of them. With Domu, despite starting vastly earlier than, um, not earlier, vastly later than Ikaza was, um, has advanced more quickly. Yeah, has advanced more quickly. Um, we see. Why is that interesting? Huh? Why is that interesting? Well, it just shows a dynamic and shows how powerful. What dynamic? Huh? The dynamic between they them. had apparently only ever met once before. That's not a dynamic between them. That's. 
a potential dynamic. We'll see how they like interact with each other a little bit, how they look at each other. I also uh, not I a also, bit. We saw one hundred percent of all of their interaction for the past century. Also, I think it's very mm-hmm. indicative over the fact that the fact they don't have to see each other shows that they don't they don't really have to. If they're constantly seeing each other, that's more of a problem than anything. Why? Because Muzan only gets people together if yeah, Muzan is true. You do realize the uh, the lower rules weren't seeing each other like that either, right? Yeah, I do. I don't think they had interesting dynamics with each other either. The only ones that did, again, like I said to start this, the most interesting dynamics between any two demons and Muzan so far are with the Bouncing Balls Girl and Gravity Eyes Boy. With them with each other. And also them with Muzan. Oh. Those are the most interesting dynamics we've seen between any demons. And it was back in my golden season one. Really? I mean, like, I mean, like sure, you can say the most interesting, but like, nothing really happens there either. You're right. That's what's sad. It was the most interesting, and nothing really happens there. Isn't that kind of the whole point of Mulan's character? He's not... He doesn't really want to interact Yeah, but it's not the point of his underlings' characters. His underlings' characters don't have his character traits. So while it might make sense that Mulan doesn't see any of them for hundreds Mulan? of years... Mulan? Yeah, Mulan. Mulan? Mulan. <laughs> oh, man, I'm get, Mulan, man. That's while crazy. it may say, make sense that Mulan doesn't you see must them be straight for hundreds of years... You While it he, may make sense you think he wants that Muzan doesn't see them, you think he wants to be as strong as a great typhoon? I have the strength of a raging fire. Yes. Maybe they would want him to have the spirit of the dark side of the moon. Sure. Yeah. You're just mad because you know I'm right. <laughs> no, I just that really, makes no set no, no sense I just for really the one wanted whose the, character. No, I just the entire really, character is wanting to interact with people. Hasn't interacted with anyone. Who? There, there's a demon that wants to interact with all the other demons, and yet hasn't done so in a hundred years. Oh, don't move. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Maybe What's no. the reasoning? Please, explain this one to me. He doesn't have Muzan's character affects. None of them do. So why don't they choose to interact ever? Especially given that some of them would actually benefit in their life goals from interacting with each other. Such as uh, the one who's always trying to test his own strength and who just has fun fighting. He, theoretically, has only ever had fun fighting other demons because he's only met two demon slayers now. You know what? I have to, I have to proceed from now. I'm sorry. I can't. We can't continue this. I just have to proceed from now. Why? I can't. I, I, I have realized with everything you're asking, I'm like, I have the answers. I just can't tell you. Alright, how about this? With what we've seen up to this point, they're not interesting. Sure. Sure. I gotta remember I can't operate on on, on Marvel Future knowledge. Yeah, I gotta operate with this, which I have to concede. That's why I said I have to concede. Fine. As of right now, yeah, there's nothing really interesting about them. Remember when we loved this show? I still love this show. I like it. I could, I could still 
Oh, find love in these things. That's just my big complaint. What? There's no moment of animation that felt special to me in this season. I think this season's a big step up from last season. But even last season had a piece of animation that was pretty special. This wasn't for a character I liked. Tegan? Oh. Lightning boy. Oh, zooming around the air and shit. He had a pretty special moment there. It was pretty cool. We didn't get a special piece of animation really in this. It all kind of felt samey. The most special moments don't really stand out much in my head. And I just watched it a couple days ago. Two days ago. Finished it. And the fact that it's not standing out very well is not good. Or that nothing really stands out above the rest. I think the most impressive moment they gave to anyone was pro- probably to the Love Hosher, and it was kind of boring because it was against four of the same CG Dragon Head that um, was doing the same movement it had done four attacks previously. Like, <laughs> doing the same attacks. <coughs> It kept breaking apart <coughs> in slightly different ways, but it... There's only so much you can do when it's four of the same CG thing making the same type of movement. <laughs> Tanjiro's real special moment. Um, Tanjiro? Tanjiro. Listen, I'm just not saying names anymore. It's just not a thing. But Tondra's real special moment didn't have a big, beautiful, unique piece of animation. The closest thing was maybe Nezuko kicking him away. Had a nice little slow-mo sun coming up. That was a pretty shot. It just wasn't a pretty action shot, which is what Infotainment is super famous for. I, I agree to an extent, but not like... I'm on the same wavelength. I agree nothing really like... I agree, like, nothing stood out. Like, nothing had that, really, that special moment. But also, at the same time, I still liked the majority of what I saw. I agree. Like, I didn't really... Well, it's... Uh, My complaint was simply that there wasn't a special moment. And that special moment has existed for each previous season or movie. Mm-hmm. That was my only real complaint. You'd make a good tilk. What the fuck is that? You just need to put the symbol right What there. the fuck is that? Tilk? Yes. Character. Of what? Uh, Stargate SG-1. Don't ever call me that. I don't know why, it just feels offensive. <laughs> He's really fucking cool. You know the guy who plays God of War? Yeah. He's Tilk. That feels insulting. Don't ever call him that again. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just feels insulting. Also, I, it, 
are, 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 are we done? Are we playing? Technically, there's still villain we haven't talked about. Oh. We haven't talked about Emotion Boy at all. Okay. Emotion Boy was... I, I, he could split up into things and... We can join. We can join. He was. He had some powers. Some of them made sense. Some of them made a little less sense. Okay, I will say this. This was one thing I. This is one thing I. I, I kind of sat there and was thinking about. And I. I know they only did it because Pop Dude had the information, and possibly knew where the village was. Mm-hmm. But still, if you could split. Mm-hmm. Do all that. Mm-hmm. Do if you could do all that. Yep. Put the four or five guys yep. and have still like pretty strong powers. Why have the pot, dude? Like I feel like why have the what, dude? Why have the pot guy? Why have the pot demon? And I feel like he he, he at a certain point because they they see those four while they're not. I feel like those four could have. I mean, the real answer is to present an overwhelming force against any um, possible single opponent. <laughs> that you, you combine the one that has a bunch of little minions with the one that splits up into a bunch of pieces um, and acknowledge that they are both very powerful in their own right. And then um, together that represents multiple overwhelming forces Altogether, a supremely overwhelming force for any one opponent. Because remember, Luzon only ever really thinks of in terms of like one opponent at a time. Yeah, I guess. With that being said, though, I did like the powers and aspects that they had. I just kind of wish they gave that to other demons and didn't just put it on one guy. I kind of, I I like that they're one guy, except for it don't get why it was one guy. Why did this one guy have all these different emotions when he doesn't actually have all those different emotions? We see full-size cowering demon multiple times before this arc um, really gets underway. So, why was that the main demon, especially when it's not really the main demon, because they reveal the main demon is actually the miniature version of him, not the big version of him. And why is that main demon also separate from the other meta-demons that can contain it. That I mechanically don't know. that demon makes less sense than almost any other demon. Um especially since they did not seem to um explain that the dragon heads that represent each of the powers um were any more powerful than the original wielders of those power powers. Like, they almost seemed weaker with how much they were getting torn apart each time. It just didn't matter because they were, like, made of wood. Yeah. So, and if they're not more powerful, why use them? Well, 
while it didn't seem like that, they do state that he does state that because they could join the army more powerful. Okay, then if they're more powerful, why were they less powerful? They were easier to predict, easier to counter, easier to block, easier to counteract, and easier to ignore. Well, the lightning so, no longer had the stunning effect whenever it struck anything. Um, well, to the be fair, forceful until, blow no no longer um, was problematic for no, at, at least was. the Hashiro to dodge. The only reason Tanjiro had a problem dodging the forceful blow was because he was already slowed down. No, Mitsuri took. Dimitri took a full full blow, and the demon even matches if it wasn't for her like extreme de- like uh, not dexterity dexterity mm-hmm. was that the strength power durability durability yeah her extreme durability that she has like she should have been blown to fucking speed the rings sure but like they do point out that it is it it, it is stronger and Genya and Nezuko and Tanjiro do struggle with it quite sure. a bit they say it but they don't show it. They struggle a good while until Mitsuri actually They counts. also struggled a good while before. In fact, the struggle before was much more difficult for them. They were getting almost killed at almost every turn before, and at this point, even though they were worn down and injured and accumulated a whole bunch of different scrapes, bruises, and different circumstances, they were actually performing Better than the beginning of the fight. Tanjiro gets, gets like swollen. Not swollen. Swallowed. Uh-huh. That's not better. Nezuko's arm gets like It's also off. not worse. Remember, Tanjiro multiple times gets uh, essentially put into a death blow situation. But that's like if Mitsuri didn't come. He was able to figure that out on his own, but that's like a, if Mitsuri didn't come, he actually would have died. There's nothing he could do. In that That's situation. not necessarily true. It's an anime, and they would have pulled stuff out of their ass. Okay, what we're saying, in the context that we see it in, if Mitsuri didn't come, he would have actually died. Also not necessarily. Theoretically, I don't see why um, igniting the flames of the sun-breathing form couldn't burn away wood. I mean, fair, but maybe he, maybe he couldn't fucking swing the blade at that point. He was um, getting crushed. Sure, but he doesn't necessarily need to swing the blade as long as he's performing the breathing. Um, and then once he ignites the blade, um, that should be enough to ignite the wood that's touching it. And he did have breath. Not breath, movement to swing. I'm not denying you did have breath. I know, but I'm not saying anything about swing. Oh, he okay. could breathe, is all I'm saying. Wait, wasn't he getting crushed or constricted? He might not have breath to actually summon the fire. Um, if a guy who's been drowning for 25 minutes can 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 do it, he can do it. He only got breath because the little kid gave him breath. No, no, even before that. He you, used his, no, he uh-huh. used his breath, uh-huh. tried once, and then he couldn't do it. Sure, yeah. But he could make... Like his form and do the breathing. That's because he was holding in his breath. Tanjiro sure. was physically getting crushed to where he did he couldn't hold in his breath. Oh, and in in that case, why wasn't he already dead? If he was crushed so hard that he couldn't hold in his breath, why was it? Why wasn't he dead yet? It's dead. You don't die instantly if you don't if you're just out of breath. Um, no, but if my um 
ribcage is crushed so that I can't hold the air that's already in my lungs. It's being crushed out of me. I'm, I'm dead. Listen, it's pointless. Why are we arguing about this? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's an anime. He was always going to get out of the throat. Guess what, Isaiah? He was always going to get out of the throat. It didn't matter who did it. He was always getting out. I'm right and you're wrong. Fuck you. He couldn't have possibly died in that throat. Sorry, man. He could have if it wasn't for me today. I think it's about time we wrap up. It's very late. <laughs> I think we've, we, we've exhausted this conversation quite a bit. Um, Demon Slayer, it's in a slightly better place than it was before. No, it's in a, it's in a better place than it was before. Solidly better place. 8 out of 10. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. 7. 7 out of 10. 8 out of 10. 7 out of 10. All right, we're done. We're very tired. It's, it's very late. All right, uh, goodbye, you guys. We'll see you later. Hopefully, we'll do this at a time where it's not super late. And I doubt it. No. It was won't. nice seeing you guys. No, we will. I will make sure of it. Merry Christmas. Sure of it. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>